When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Try the new Nature's Way high-strength Vitagummies for adults from Chemist Warehouse now in the 1999. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. out from the Raiders line on tackle five. Here's Nickel Klukstar back towards the middle to Johnson. Johnson with players running through and Luke Metcalf gets another for the Warriors underneath the posts. It's going to be 22 points to wait. Kick to come. 17 minutes to play and the Warriors are spoiling the party Blake Hastings. This will do it. The Hawks Bay Hawks a tremendous fourth quarter, marred by a missed call to end the game, and they can't believe it. They walk off the floor with the time still expiring. Over the byline, and it's all over! New Zealand are winners! I'm so fizzed. Yes. How good. I'm tired too. I'm so unfit. 
<laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. Oh, man. Oh, I'm so proud. I'm so proud. Last night, I don't know, I had goosebumps. I had goosebumps. I was watching with my son, and he was asking me a million questions. I was like, shut up. <laughs> and, uh, because I don't know, but now I know. Now I know. Mate, that was outstanding, lads, last night. I'm, I'm lost for words. So good. Kez, you were there. What was it like? Oh, dagger, my heart's still racing. Oh, Jeepers, I've never heard a crowd like that in New Zealand at all. And I was at the uh, the Rugby World Cup final last year. I've, I've been through it all. I was there in uh, 2010, Rory Feller, but nah, look, nothing, nothing at all compared to... To that last night, hearing forty thousand people scream handball at the same time. Oh, <laughs> as a football fan, my dreams have come true. I loved it, mate. I oh. loved it. What a moment for New Zealand! What a moment! What a moment! Rick Dog, give us something! Give us something, brother! One nil, nine bucks at the tab, mate. I have never been more happy to be wrong. Like I, yeah. I mean, like I, you know, I was asked by Smithy yesterday. I was asked by you. Been asked by people the last couple of weeks. What chance are we got to get someone? I'm like, mm, none. Like looking at our, our form coming in. I mean, you know, I, I don't think you're the only one. No, you're not the only one. I mean, just two what, uh, a few days ago, they played Italy, who are ranked 16th in the world, and lost one nil. So you know, they've, they've had trouble scoring goals. I think mm. uh, what a goal. They, they've, that's only the fourth goal they've scored in the last 14 games. Right, so oh. that kind of puts it into perspective, and it's probably the best team they've played in that time as well. So yeah, it came out of the blue that, but they they raised for the occasion. They really did raise for the occasion. They played some of the best football they've played under Klimkova. When she first took over, she got them playing mm. front foot, and they they looked like that. And then they seemed to regress. And I don't know what we've seen the last eighteen months, but it wasn't that. And so happy to be wrong after that last night. Oh man, they were just um, from the get go. They were applying pressure. They were all over Norway. Every time Norway got the ball, the defensive end led by Rebecca Stott, I thought they were, she did an outstanding job. And then obviously they made the change late. They were under so much pressure towards the end, but they'd done enough. And they had the pressure. They had the pressure. And I said it at halftime when I put out a tweet. I said, look, we, we've got the pressure on them. Now we're going to convert it into points, into a goal. And that goal, Kempi, it must be a training paddock goal because there's two Two players down the end with the goalkeeper. They go to the player. The player kicks it to the right edge. Right edge hits it in the middle. They go down the right edge. They go down the, the right end uh, side. They kick it into the middle. Wilkinson scores. And it just looked like a PlayStation game. Everything happened so perfectly. It was. And uh, the, the way that Hannah Wilkinson finished that off was like uh, every, I guess every 40, the 40,000 people would have been screaming, but every household in New Zealand that had that, uh, that, footage on the whole house was screaming when they when they uh, finally converted all that pressure from the first half and the second half you know the, the the kick down the right side to find the the right winger the speed the perfect the perfection of the pass I thought last night the game watching the game I've never seen them sort of more on point like you're talking about their defense and the pressure they put on Norway but their passing and the way that they they were just so confident in getting the getting the ball to each other and um, mate, you couldn't have asked for a better start to the to the FIFA um, Women's World Cup. You know what I mean? It's just Eden Park full. What does it remind you of? I said I said to Jay last night. I said, "Here we go again." You know, it's going to go crazy in this country again <laughs> with all that with all the support for uh, football. And that's a great thing about it. Like 
everyone that was there, all the kids will be talking about it today. Um, and yeah. after what was a really sad morning for us yesterday morning, mm. um, with mm. what eventuated down in the CBD in Auckland, uh, well, they put a smile back on our face last night. It was yeah. absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's exactly what we wanted to see, isn't it? And, it, you know, that, that game last night as well, boys, the biggest crowd ever to watch a football game in New Zealand. Mm. So that, yes. that that went over the top of what we saw in 2010 when the All Whites qualified for South Africa, the biggest crowd ever to watch a football game. And that's that's 100 and, uh, 115,000 people to the two opening games. I think it was 74,000 watched the Matildas win 1-0 against Ireland last night. It's, it's the people, the people that have got behind this. Uh, I, I'll tell you what, Gino, he'd be a happy man. You ready? Any where seats you, on the? Where do you reckon he's staying? Any seats on the bus, Kempi? You reckon there's any seats left on the bus? <laughs> tell, we're so I'm out, about to jump on. We're, we're running out of buses in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> we're running out of the, we've just had them all jump back on the All Blacks one, and we've got to go and find another one now to get one here oh. for, our, for our ladies who won last night. It's uh, oh mate, so much good sport. And then we got the Ashes and what's going on over there. Like it's just so much. And the Open Championship as well. I mean, we've got we've got all that to, to get to, but there is so much good sport on right now. But you're right. I mean. You know, the knock-on effects of this and the fact, like, Kez mm. was there last night, the crowd, the kids, the you know, just that next generation coming through. I mean, Kempe talked about it yesterday, a bit about participation numbers in Aussie. 1.1 million people play football in Australia. Yeah. That's the biggest sport by about 400,000. I tell you, uh, it just the, doubled last one. night. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's going <laughs> to do. That's what it's going to do. But- that's exactly what the World Cup needed, lads. You know, for, particularly for the for the football fans. You look at the Black Ferns. There's a lot of apprehension last year. How we're going to go? We didn't know. We'd come off poor results. Wayne Smith change come in, and then they get to an Eden Park sellout. They get in a solid performance against Australia, and then they start reviving, and everyone starts watching, taking notice. Now they head to Wellington on Tuesday. The Caketon. Some would say the home of football in New Zealand against the Philippines and a chance to carry on this historical moment. First win, period, for any football team in a World Cup. Men's, women's, whatever. Ah, it's so good. And the big thing too, is he not to forget there, is the Philippines, that's the game that before the World Cup Mm. you went, this is the game the football firms win at this World Cup. Right, because we've beaten this Filipino team before, they're ranked below us. We win this. We're in the next round. We're in the knockout phase. Yeah, that's ex- that's exactly right. I think that's why everyone was so happy last night because they, you know, from going well, we'll make it through. Maybe with a bit of luck, we might get there. Well, now it's in our own hands. Mm. You know, this this trip to Wellington to the Caketon. I reckon the tickets this morning are and it's sold out. Caketon sold out. I saw a tweet online and it said it was it was sold out. It started getting a little bit slow. When you look at the matchups, just before we move on, lads, Rebecca Stott, Ada Hegebird, mm. uh, you know the striker for for Norway. Yep. you know big threat, big name. Wow, didn't have any impact in that game. Fast? How fast is she? Oh, she's quick, but she didn't. She didn't have mm. any am, am, any ammunition. You know, I, I think mm. that's the thing. You know, it's Stott did a good job of of keeping mm. it contained, but you've also got to really give it to Ali Riley and CJ Bott, the mm. two fullbacks, mm. because the players, oh. the players that Ali they Riley were marking, was very good. Yeah, the players they were marking were the ones supposed to be feeding the ammunition to Hegerberg, and they just weren't getting the opportunities. They were getting shut down. CJ Bott, for me. Outstanding. She was again one mm. great. You know, I remember seeing her play at the Olympics when we played the USA last time in Japan, and she had uh, Megan Raponi in her in her back pocket. 
Uh, so she's 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 a very very good player. I mean, she plays in the women's Premier League over in England for, for Leicester City. She's she's a great player. Beautiful, yeah. The little of faith. Our girls were fantastic last night, and they didn't look intimidating in black. And didn't they look intimidating in black? Norway were unsettled by constant pressure and had no rhythm to their game. Then, what a goal straight out of the Man City playbook. Look out, world. We are no longer the easy beats from Craig. Double eight, double three, your reaction to last night's performance from our football ferns. Are you on the wagon? Is there enough seats left on the bus? Would love to hear from you on the text machine. All right, lads. Let's tack a little bit right here. Feels, I don't know how I feel about this, but what do you reckon, Ricardo? The following is a triple threat match, and it is for the World Heavyweight Championship. <sighs> Ooh, yeah, is, I tell you what, Izzy's rehab must be coming on really well. I've, I haven't seen him move this much in, in a morning uh, for a long time. How's, how's the knee feeling, <laughs> I'm brother? Je- I'm jealous, mate. I'm, I'm actually feeling good, bro. Like, I'm I'm biking, I'm walking, no crutches, and um, yeah, yeah, I biked hard the other day. I was pretty sore, but. I'm good, man. I'm ready to dance. All right. Well, let's get into it. The triple threat's <laughs> dangerous. We've covered off the football firms. <laughs> what about the Wallabies swinging the axe? The, they've made five changes to the team. Desperation. And they got five changes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have five changes. Look, I don't even know the players that are coming in. They've dropped some big names, Ricardo. Yeah. Pete, Pete Samu. Samu. Tom Wright. And then you got Reese Hodge. And then there's a couple of others, but mate, three absolute big names have played a hell of a lot of test matches. This is desperation from Eddie. He's got to try something different, but whether that's the right decision, I don't know. He's probably trying to, you know what he does? You know what he does, El Eddie? Creates a bit of edge. Never, no one's ever safe in his environment. Whether he'll get the same reaction out of, out of the Wallabies like he did in England, unsure, but desperation, Kempi. Hey, wait, look, well, I'm going to say he's not going to get the same reaction, mate. I'm, I reckon he's going to get an absolute hiding. Like, you can't make five <laughs> changes, not against an all-black team that went out and performed like that against South Africa and the Pumas, you know what I mean? Mm. It, I, look, I hope Fozzie absolutely winds the boys up and tells them to go out there and give them an absolute hiding. You know what I mean? Like, forget Eddie Jones. Make those changes. Good on you, Eddie. You just yeah, come come down here wherever we play. You play in a backyard on a on a school field somewhere and give you an absolute smashing. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, he's come out and said the All Blacks better watch out. It's just just watch out for what? I, <laughs> I reckon. I reckon it's got it's got too for me. It's got too much about Eddie Jones. Mm. I feel sorry mm. for those guys. Mm. You know, I feel yeah. so, I feel really sorry for those Eddie. guys not getting a chance. That's what Eddie did in England. In England, it was Eddie's way or the highway. That's just how he coaches. They knew what they signed up for. So Rugby Australia, they're getting what they, they bought. And uh, look, they're playing at the MCG. Potentially might be a cricket school, lads. So uh, we'll have to wait and see the Wallabies. But <laughs> hey, so. tonight, what's the weather like? It is trucking down, mate, at the moment. <laughs> Absolute trucking down. And that was, that's the question. Kempi, this weather... In Auckland, who does it suit? I mean, like Canberra is not exactly a tropical paradise. So, who does nah, it? Who does, freezing down there. Who does this weather suit better, the Warriors or the Raiders? Oh, look, look. I've had a look at the uh, weather forecast, and you wouldn't really trust it. Is but we started getting a little bit of rain yesterday afternoon, and it has bucketed down all night up here in uh, Tamaki. It's it's sort of, oh, I reckon, going to be like this all day. But I'm picking that it's actually going to clear up. I reckon if you're going along to the game tonight, I reckon around five, six o'clock it's going to clear up before kickoff. Um, and I think it favours the Warriors. I did see think it favours the Warriors. Kempe, 
Yep. I'd like to ask you this question because the games that the Warriors have been poor, the ball's been slippery, the ball's been wet, we haven't had the control that we've had in the past. Are you a little bit concerned or you've moved on from the previous performance? Like that one we dropped at home previous to the Sharks. We got an absolute hiding against the Rabbitohs and it was wet and it was ugly and we played a brand of league that didn't suit the conditions. And you're dead right. And and we spoke about we spoke about this, me and Sammy Hewitt, um, that we're calling the game tonight, about that the first one, yep, you you put that in your pocket and say, Okay, well, you know, that was just a bad game. The second one well, it's a bit of a coincidence. So the Roosters and South, and then again tonight you've got this one now that says if they do it again, then we've definitely got a problem. And I think in the belly of the of the of the team, you know, which is our middle of the park, because that's where they've been beaten both times. So I'm I'm I said to Sam, I I don't think they'll get done again. I think Andrew Webster's done enough to say to the the middle pack, mate. If you have a look, they brought back in Josh Curran and Bailey Surinan onto the bench tonight, so they dropped Lussick out with Tom Ali. So he's gone big on the bench. He's gone, right, this is going to be a game, you know, with the way the weather is, I need to bring these two guys in and play in the middle of the park. Um, and I think he's done enough after those two games. You're talking about South, you're talking about the Roosters to say, boys, get ready. Like, tonight, don't let yourself down. It's, it's going to be one in the middle of the park. The thing with it, like, how, like I said, it's the biggest game of the year, I reckon, this one. How good is it to be tested against this Canberra pack? Yeah, very good, especially with, you know, Papa Lee coming back as well. That's Tarpenir, gonna, Whitehead, you know what I mean, a, That's Horsberg. a big side through the middle, right? Uh, just having a look at the latest from the Met Service. Morning and afternoon, heavy falls, possible downpours, easing this evening. Uh, gusting to 90 kilometres an hour in exposed places. <laughs> well, last week it was about 40, it was about 40 knots last week, and it played a part in the kicking game. You know, Hines couldn't get into that wind, and uh, Sean Johnson, it, it actually helped. Sean Johnson's got the best kick game in the comp. Yeah, so there you go. All He's right. going to need it. Well, there you go. He's going to need it. What do you think? The wires in this weather, who does it suit best? Uh, how big was that that massive win for the football ferns? How fizzed are you about the World Cup now? Text us, the Temper Bedpost text machine, double eight double three. Beautiful. How deep can they go? Are you on the wagon? Because I am. I wonder if I can... <laughs> Find a size of a football fan shirt. Yeah, look, I'll be honest. They I love the supporting gear. Kiwi team. Oh, mate. They look, mate, they they look dangerous. I love, I was watching, Is that camouflage? I was watching the coach on the sideline going, get me one of those jackets, Rick Dog. Jeez. <laughs> How nice. But I can't even get us an interview. I'm not getting us a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yes, please. Please, we've been trying to get some football fans on for a very long time. Please, please. We just want to... We just want to pump your tyres up. Come on, be on our show. Like our guest coming up, Dan McCarty, SEMZ football commentator, did a stellar job last night along Phoenix, uh, alongside Phoenix captain Lily Orfield. We've got Justin Nelson of Sky Sports, and we're going to be talking uh, the Rams game last night, controversial oh, ending to off. the regular time. <laughs> so we'll be talking a bit more about that. And then Al Sheikh Chirac, he's got a couple of horses this weekend, maybe filling up Kimpy's pockets. Hopefully he can help us out as well. And remember... The SCNZ is your home for the Ashes. Uh, end of day two, um, England uh, hit by 60-odd runs, 67 runs stumps on day two. Zach Crawley, 189, led the way. They resume tonight at nine on 384 uh, for four. So let us know if you're going to watch and how you're going to see that game play out. They're in a pretty commanding position at the moment, England. will shoot away. 
We'll come back. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance. Yes, welcome back. I'm relaxed now. I got a bit too excited at the start of the show, but why not? How could you not, man? It was absolutely so good last night. And so proud of our football ferns. Uh, we're going to do our SENZ roll call. Text us now. Where are you listening? We want to know the place where you are in the country and what are you doing while you're listening to the show on uh, on the airways or on the SEN app. Love to hear from you, SENZ roll call. But yesterday, Ricardo, big news out of Australia. The Matildas obviously getting up 1-0 over Ireland, but Sam Kerr. Mm, two no. weeks, two games. Two games, yeah, that's that's big for the Aussies because she is mm. out and out their best player. You know, she is, she's a legitimate superstar. She's one of the best players, if not the best female player in the world wow. at the moment. And, mm. um, yeah, for her, that, that injury is really unfortunate. Um, it's, yeah, it's just going to be see how they, they negotiate the rest of this, right? So they've got, uh, I think, Nigeria next, which they mm. should win. They should be too strong for the Nigerians. But she needs to be back for Canada because... You know, the Canadians are actually ranked higher than the Aussies in the world rankings, but the Aussies are the top seeds because they're the hosts. That's how it works with FIFA. So mm. that is the big game because if they don't win that, then uh, they'll finish second in their pool probably, which means, you know, you're playing top seed teams, teams that are winning their pools. So mm. it, just, it just makes your progression that much harder if you're not winning if you're not winning your pool. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, mate, it's going to be tight. It's going to be real tight. Uh, so they got a genuine chance? they got a genuine the, chance if, to take this out? If Sam Kerr's fit, yes. Yeah, she's that mm. much of a difference maker. You know, she really is. I mean, she's, she can score from anywhere. She can create goals out of nothing. So she's a fantastic, fantastic player. So she, I mean, put it this way: EA Sports do the, you know, the FIFA game that you can play. Mm, mm. Who's on the cover? The latest one is Kylian Mbappe and Sam Kerr. Those are the two cover stars. Wow, that's wow, how good she is. that's huge. Yeah, that's massive. That's mate. huge. She makes over a million think of the dollars. Names? Yeah, she makes over a million dollars a year US in endorsements alone, outside of her contract with Chelsea. What's the contract with Chelsea with? Uh, I think it's round about three, four hundred thousand pounds a year. So not massive oh. compared to the men's, you know. But still, in terms of the, of the women's game, it's pretty big. Women's game twenty twenty seven pay equality is or pay, you know, is going to be equal. Hmm. And so now it's thirty million. I think a while back it was fifteen million, and it's gone up to about thirty million now. Potentially, twenty twenty seven going to be even. Do you think we're they're heading in the right direction in terms of pay quality? Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, uh, th- th- there has been a bit of talk about that because the Matildas actually uh, made a, bit, a stand, um, had had a uh, made a stand about that. Uh, and said, you know, and criticised FIFA because it's. I think the prize money on offer at this World Cup for the women is a quarter of what it was for the men's World Cup last year. Um, but I think that you know, you got to take a step back. Uh, yes, we want equality. Yes, we want the same opportunities. But Mate, the, how, how, the how, thing, the, how the difference gonna... is this time round. Previously, they used to bundle the women's World Cup and the men's World Cup together. Now they've made them separate entities, so they've got to earn the money on on their own right. I was just going to say though, but how yeah. how like Gino and all of the mates and the boys and that, where they're going to stay if they give them more money? Like they're probably going to have to go and stay at a quest or something like that. <laughs> Might have to come bunking at your Kempi. <laughs> <laughs> mate, there'll be plenty of change left over, Kempi. Don't, no, worry, you don't about worry about FIFA, that. FIFA not short of time. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm over the I'm over the fish heads getting all the all the all the fish. You know what I mean? Like cut it out. <laughs> Mate, share it out. The players are the one that make the game. You know? Oh. Kimpy, 
You've been a fish head once or t- once or twice. Aren't <laughs> you bloody star? Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll ta- I can tell you. I'll tell you a few stories about that. Um, <laughs> talking about talking about fish heads. I'm actually heading over to Kezes today. Uh, is um, <laughs> teach him how to make a boil up. Well, I'm going to teach him how to make something. Yeah, like he, I give him give him a bit of venison, a bit of venison mince, and uh, he's telling me about his cooking escapades uh, oh, late last week. Shambles. It was, it was. So I said, "Listen, okay, I'm going to come over. I'm going to give you some tips." I said, "There's a, there's two or three things that every guy needs to know how to cook." I said, "Do you know how to cook eggs?" He went, "Yeah, I make great eggs." I said, "Okay, sweet." I said, "Do you know how to make a stew?" And he was like, "Not really." And I said, "Do you know how to make a soup?" You know. <laughs> so we're going to go over there today at uh, four o'clock before the Warriors game. That's our pre-game. Me and Kez, and I'm cooking a, and I'm cooking them a mint stew. Cooking lessons with Kempi. I hope you're videoing this. It's got to be on our socials. <laughs> Put it up, lads. I want to see you burn down the house. How good? <laughs> Stay the first Stay. week in there, mate. We're gonna we're gonna do some damage, Kempi. Oh, look after me. Oh, clean up your mess. Don't be a messy cook too. Do the dishes while you're mm. cooking. My wife is perfect at that job. Anyway, boys, we're going to shoot off. We've got some headlines with Rick Dog coming up. But before then, we'll get some news with Aroha for Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building New Zealand.